Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking about you and your business. Always love talking to Lee Kaplan. He's a regular on the program, attorney, business attorney extraordinaire, and uh, really someone I love talking to about politics on all levels. He's one of my favorite pundits uh, as well. Uh, federal, state, and local. Um, and and uh, we like to look at the microcosm of the local because a lot of it applies to other cities around the country. Lee, as always, welcome to the program. Uh, recently, I know you made a transition to another law firm. Mention that and uh, get, get the website as well. Yes, it's Murphy Ball Stratton, and that's uh, our website is at MBS smartlaw.com. There are two S's in the middle, mbssmartlaw.com. And we have seven lawyers and are certainly uh, receiving resumes from very talented people. So I expect that we'll expand somewhat. Yeah, uh, it sounds then, like it. Yeah. It sounds like, uh, yeah, it sounds like right up your alley as well. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, a story that You've been watching closer than I have, but it's an interesting one. Uh, We have a new mayor. Anyone who uh, lives in the area certainly knows that. Uh, But we have uh, uh, John Whitmire now, who's the mayor of Houston. And uh, there's been a lot of talk about activity going on in the public works. Uh, Ironically, they're using the terminology, maybe even cleaning up at (laughs) public works. Uh, Talk a little bit about that here in Houston. Well, The most recent resignation is a woman named Veronica Davis, and I understand from many people she was very well thought of. Now, um, one of the things that I noticed about public works when I was running for mayor is that if the bicycle advocates uh, wanted something, uh, they tended to get it. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. And there are a lot of people uh, uh, who have been upset by that, uh, particularly people in neighborhoods that don't have good sidewalks. And uh, they don't understand, for example, why three-foot sidewalks are not allowed anymore. Uh, the federal regulations require that you have wider sidewalks so that wheelchair-bound people can get around. That's something that's just a regulation you have to deal with, but that costs money. And um, there are lots of people who are resistant to uh, what I think we have to honestly describe as a car-centric city. And uh, when when that happens, there's just a lot of tension and a lot of friction. And uh, um, projects take time because you need to get approvals for projects. And uh, some of these street rebuilds are unpopular with people because they've lost traffic for a while. And the city's budget crisis is not going away. That's the real problem. And you can't expect people to work 12-hour days when they're only being paid to work eight-hour days. And that's just uh, a fact. So Ms. Davis' resignation could be frustration with the job. Uh, Somebody in the city said nobody asked her to resign, but I think the, the new mayor probably is a little more dubious about uh, cycling accessibility than he is about plain old traffic. And uh, that's a real effort uh, to get back to saving vehicle lanes instead of reducing vehicle lanes in favor of cycling lanes. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. That's just a controversy. It's not going away. Period. Interesting. Yeah, and I would think, you know, I'm kind of all over the place. I I certainly like uh, uh, the idea of cyclists having safe environments to uh, ride bikes. I personally would never ride a bike on the streets of Houston. (laughs) To me, it's just a notch below New York City in in terms of uh, feeling uh, unsafe. Uh, But I also have to admit, traffic in the city is becoming increasingly more difficult Uh, And there's a lot more car drivers than there are bike drivers and riders in this city. I'm assuming uh, his uh, move, uh, be it actually his move, uh, would not necessarily uh, fall on deaf ears or eyes or blind eyes. Well, I think the new mayor is a little more sensitive to traffic concerns than Mayor Turner uh, was. And Mayor Turner uh, understood and believed that we have to transition because we just can't keep adding cars. Every time you add a high-rise somewhere within Loop 610, you're adding more cars. And uh, for a while, COVID bailed us out because so many more people are working from home and not going to the office. Now, many companies are advocating a return to the office and in even penalizing people who don't. That's a big problem. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. not going away. It's just not going away. And people in this city are not exactly patient. So the mayor will be the focal point of those complaints. And not surprisingly, he'll want to show he's responding to those to those complaints, which affect a lot more citizens than the cycling advocates, even if the cycling advocates are taking a longer range view. So that was his go ahead. I was going to say that was his pet issue, right? Roads. Every commercial I ever said saw of his was about roads. <laughs> well, crime crime was really his pet issue. Oh, that too. And, yes, he has a great story, be, doesn't he? He'll be held to account on whether he recruits more police officers. Net. Um, he's going to try to merge the Metro Police into HPD, and that's very laudable. But uh, one of the issues is. Metro service area extends outside the city of Houston, so not sure exactly how they'll handle that. But uh, crime and mobility are the two biggest issues that the mayor will face, and uh, he'll have to manage those uh, uh, with a different constituency than the constituency that voted for it. That'll be yeah, I, and that may be a clever way to transfer the problem outside the city of Houston to the county sheriff. Well, that that may be attempted. I I don't know that that'll be successful. The mayor yeah, is still the focal I, point for governance. I, I think Houston. if uh, people outside of Houston start getting mugged, and the city of Houston says, "Oh, we're sorry, that's not Houston. You need to contact your sheriff," it might be effective. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. but yeah, it's it's very complicated. This job is much easier to run for office than it is to actually govern. And I noticed yeah. a lot of his policies were pretty pricey, and I'm not sure if Houstonians are interested in that kind of uh, expense, even while they want some of those things. That's true. So, so uh, these are the kind of problems that, frankly, resonate on the national scene too, because we have a president with a view which he believes is more forward-looking to the future, and a leading presidential candidate who most people think will get the nomination, who wants to go back to 
what he may think is a kinder, simpler time, but one that worked just fine. And whether that will work is yet to be seen. Uh, Trump may or may not get the nomination. Yes, and I agree with that. I personally think that there's a lot of uh, issues of concern if I'm Donald Trump, including even the inability to run. And something about, oh, I have to leave this debate or I have to give up the speech opportunity because i got to appear in court for one of the five law cases I'm dealing with. <laughs> there's something about that that I think just doesn't resonate well with normal voters. And I realize normal voters are shrinking in numbers. Obviously, when I look at uh, you know, what's going on in the political landscape. But I think there's plenty out there to make life very difficult for uh, for Trump. That's right. Well, you know, he is in some ways, uh, he has a high floor and a low ceiling. He's got a high floor, particularly within the party. People are following him almost blindly. Uh, this immigration issue, though, he may be hurt on the the senators, uh, the Republican senators who participated in crafting a compromise thought they did pretty well. And uh, he's basically thrown them over the side and says, I want to campaign on immigration. And uh, therefore, I'm against this compromise. You know, America yeah. has to be founded and based on compromises, particularly when we are as narrowly um, uh, divided as we are between people who are quote-unquote conservative and people who are liberal or progressive. And I just think that uh, it's bad judgment for Trump to be that uh, impulsive and, and yes. expecting his people to follow him over the cliff and say, we don't want to have an immigration solution, even part of one. That's, a, yes. that's just I a think bad you're right. uh, um that's a really bad situation, and I don't know. Uh, if I were to guess, I would say that Trump will get the nomination. He will divide the country as much as he can, and he'll lose. The last time yes. he lost by 7 million votes, and if that doesn't shut up the cynics about whether the elections were free and fair, I don't know what will. But we've got yeah. a few battleground states, and Biden is not that popular there, and African-Americans may or may not turn out to vote if they're not enthusiastic. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, he's very so, vulnerable, for example, in, in, ironically, in Michigan these days, of all places. Yeah, we went kind of meandered. It was my fault. Uh, going back to Houston as we wrap it up, and by the way, people look at priceofbusiness.com. There will be a segment uh, with Lee and me talking about the, the Trump campaign and what happens going forward. Now it's down to Haley and Trump. But... Um, Final thoughts on this topic as we wrap it up. I think that we're headed for a fairly divisive election season. So between now and certainly November, but perhaps until next January, we're going to have some real problems. And it's time for normal people, and most of us, at least 40 or 50 percent, are not that divided. Most of us need to call for the temperature to be lowered and for us to accept the election results. Yeah, I think you're right. Lee Kaplan, always enjoy chatting with you. I am Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.